My name is Madeline and I'm here today to give you some spark You know, um, if we go over the news just this afternoon, the first thing that I heard about is news about um, rape. That's one. About killings. That's two. And I also heard news about um, the war between Israel and Gaza. Another thing is in the West Philippine Sea, um, we also heard news about 286 or 87 Chinese um, marine ships who are um, making patrol in the area inside the Philippine Economic Zone. Also, just yesterday, um, there also happened a uh, 5.8 magnitude in some areas here in our country and you know if we go on the list on and on we can only find disturbing news right this is really alarming these things are really alarming and what it produces in the life of a person is fear Actually, there's another one here in the Philippines we already reported a one or two cases of um, double mutant variant COVID-19 came from India. So, um, going outside is really sort of um, disturbing nowadays. It will really give you um, fear, some kind of fear for your own life, for the life of your own family, for the life of your loved ones, for the life of your friends. And sometimes when we feel fear in our hearts, um, you know our minds get into chaos. We really cannot decide on our own. There is also this dilemma if we gonna go get the vaccine or not. Is it safe? Will it harm our health? Our health? Will it cause um? Will it cause a um, side effect in our body? You know what I learned um when I go to church also as I read my Bible. You know here in our life we are always facing um dilemma every day. We are always um facing things that will really you know that will really give a threat in our life and you know what a normal person commonly feel about that is we always fear that yeah a normal person a normal person is really afraid of that i don't know the reason why but perhaps because um we fear to to what happens next after that i don't know the reason why but i'm self i'm really afraid of that but you know a person is really afraid of that that sort of thing because we have some at some point of uncertainty in our life on what happens next right and we're really afraid on being nothing so here at this moment of uncertainty, I just want to sh share to you 
the third only one certainty out of all the certainty. And you know what that certainty is? It is God Himself. We have to have a connection to Him. Because a normal person cannot really predict what happened in the future. Maybe maybe after we close our eyes this evening as we go to sleep we don't know if we will ever wake up right or perhaps tomorrow we will make an accident or we will get a heart attack we don't know and we also don't know if we already have the COVID-19 virus because the virus itself is something that is unseen right we can we don't know actually if the person that we are you know, mingle, mingling with it, already have the virus. So, this thanks the calamity or the bad people that they harm their life. Can't control this. These are uncontrollable factors because the hard truth is the only thing that we can we can always control is ourselves, right? But these people, no matter how you uh, protect your life. These things, these outside factors, will always be attracting us. So, what I want to say is, we cannot depend our hope in our own might, in our own strength, in our own capability, even in our own jobs. Because what if, just what if, what if due to the um, continuous effect of COVID-19, what if your um, company, the company that you're working with, will shut down? Because we never know if they are already facing some losses, right? Because it is, it is really um, unforeseen and something that is unforeseeable, right? You cannot really predict what will happen, and it is really disturbing, especially like myself, um, a young professional have no savings. Um, well, we don't know what and here actually many people are you know getting crazy over the um, over the little help from the government you know they they keep on falling in line uh, in the social work the part of the social welfare waiting for a relief on their own thing well those relief um, amounting to 4,000 pesos per family will only give you early for just a day to the utmost a week but after that what will happen right we cannot just depend our life on these temporary things we have to find something that is that is concrete that is really certain that will something that is um that is eternal and here, you know, as I read my Bible in yesterday, in um in the book of Second Samuel chapter two, let me read uh, Second Samuel chapter two. Just bear me for a moment. Um, it says here, it, this passage, Second Samuel chapter two verse nine is actually part of Hannah's prayer. You know, if you are someone who is reading your Bible or if you are a Christian. Probably at some point in your life, um, you stumble on Hannah's story. So, Hannah 
is an Israeli woman who is barren. So she cannot have a child. And she always keeps on praying to God, Lord, give me a child. And then, at some point in her life, Hannah have uh, turned around um, in her heart. I don't know what happened, but in her prayer, she said that, Lord, if you give me a child, I will offer that child back to you. He will serve you all his life. So, you know, in Hannah's prayer, what is the uniqueness or what is unique in um, Hannah's prayer? She didn't pray selfishly. She said that, Lord, if you grant me my wish, if you grant me my heart's desire, I will use that to give glory back to you. And you know what? The Lord granted Hannah the desire of her heart. And she went on. Samuel is Samuel was born. Yeah, the priest Samuel, the same Samuel who um, became the priest during King David and King Saul's reign. This is the same Samuel who was born from her. So all his life, Samuel served God. So here, after receiving Samuel, Hannah prayed. Or Hannah offered a prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord. And true enough, in chapter 2 verse 9, it says that he will guard the feet of his faithful one. So Hannah is obviously talking about God here. She said that he will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall be cut off in darkness, for not by might shall a man prevail. So here we see how Hannah acknowledged that God is the one who can give us anything. We cannot save ourselves. It is impossible for us to prevent calamities. It is impossible for us to prevent um, accidents because sometimes, um, no matter how we check our engines, no matter how we um, obey the traffic rules, if the people surrounding us hasn't have that discipline that we have, we are still prone on danger. But if we put our hope in God, if we look up unto God for help, God will always have His grace available on us at His own disposal. He is the only one who can control the things that we cannot. Yes, true that perhaps you say that God already gave you wisdom, so I will use this to protect my life. Yes, you can use that. And on man's wisdom, on uh, on the wisdom that is that God gave to man, um, a man, man developed um, facial, man developed um, face masks, vaccines for COVID nineteen, but still. It, we cannot ensure 100% that this will protect us. So, to those remaining percent that is what referred to as our blind spot, God is the one who can only control those things. 
So what happened to a man do not have God? Well, a person have no relationship with God cannot have that assurance of protection, cannot have that assurance of salvation. And you know there's also something that I want to tell you. A person who has a good relationship with God is not afraid of death. Why? Because death is our open door to finally be with God if we have that good relationship with our Lord. If not, well, I do not know what will happen. I'm not the one to judge. But a person who has a good relationship with God, there is this kind of peace in his or her heart. That kind of peace is something that is irreplaceable by anything. I just also want to add here, and if we go to verse 12 of the same chapter, for Samuel chapter 2 verse 12, it narrates about the life of the sons of Eli. And here we see, now the sons of Eli were workless men. It is the Bible that declares that the sons of Eli are workless men. Why? Why are they worthless? It says that they did not know God. So you, you see, a person who doesn't have God in his or her life and doesn't know God in his or her life, he is a worthless man. Why? Because it is only God that can give us break in our life. It is only God that can introduce discipline in our life. You know, a person who has a God is like this. When he or she is about to encounter danger in his or her life, there is, um, at the back of his or her mind, some God will say, No, child, you cannot do that. You cannot go there because it will endanger you. So that's kind of warning or ringing bell in our ears. That is how God talks to his or her sons and daughters. So, we cannot really, um, you know, we cannot really surpass the power of God in terms of um, protecting ourselves. It is only God who can give us certainty on this uncertain amount and this natural power. And you know, our world, our world is really not getting any better. It will never get any better. So what makes us a better person then? What gives us a better life. I believe that what gives us a better life is the peace, that kind of peace in our heart that no matter whatever happens, we have a Savior and someone is there to catch us up and give us relief on our trouble. And I pray, I hope that every one of us will also find God in our lives, find God in our hearts. And And when you find God, I hope that we continue living our life um, on the same kind of um, same kind of path that God is really giving to us. So I hope this gives you uh, hope and inspiration. I hope that this also opens your heart, opens your mind, that there is someone out there who is ever powerful, ever faithful. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you find him in your heart, if he is calling you today, do not pardon your hearts. And face him. Bow down to him and accept his invitation. Thank you very much. God bless you.